Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Thanks for listening to the Art of Money podcast, artofmoneyradio.com for more information or to schedule that initial consultation. Appreciate you subscribing. Now, let's get to the show. Joining us this weekend, former FSU quarterback and a coach as well, Jimmy Black. Art, Jimmy, how y'all doing this weekend? Doing great. Doing really good. It's fun to have Jimmy in the house. Uh, Jimmy, welcome to the show. And I want to kick things off talking about the 73 Renegades. What is that? Well, the 73 Renegades were a group of ball players that got recruited to Florida State in 1973. And back then, it was the last year of the four-year scholarships. So most schools would hand out a bunch of scholarships and 100, and then they would run some people off they didn't like and drop it down. But the next year, they started the one-year scholarships. So we were the last of that era. And uh, we are having a reunion. This is reunion times, 1973 <laughs> and 23 are 50 years, which, my gosh, 50 years. That's <laughs> hard for me to <laughs> grasp. But 50 years of football at FSU and also our high school, Maryland High School, we're having our 50th year reunion. So we'll have some fun this year. Yeah, so we're sitting here, and we've got the national championship game used helmet sitting here. Got the national championship ball sitting here. So we got we got a little other artifacts in the radio room besides all of my gold records and stuff today, Mark. Tell me, Jimmy, about playing under Bobby Bowden. What was that like? It was interesting when he very in his early days that when he came into Florida State, he set down some rules. He, hey, everybody, no afros, no long hair, no mustaches. You could have a mustache, but it had to be trimmed to the, you know, and every. Everybody moaned and groaned about it, but he, that was a rule. And that was really the first piece of discipline that we received from a coach. The previous two years, Daryl Mudra was the coach, and Larry Jones was the coach previous to that. And it was the 70s, and it was there wasn't a bunch of discipline uh, on the team. <laughs> so Bowden started that, and I think that's really what – got the ball rolling at Florida State because it was it was it was a mess when he got there. Weren't they even talking about they, they not there was doing talk football? about dropping the football at Florida State. It was that bad. So what led you let's even back up a little bit before that. But what led you into being the quarterback for FSU? I was played at quarterback at Maryland High School and okay. I was actually recruited by I don't know if you all remember Fran Kersey. He was a coach at Miami and he I'm with him at Maryland High School and my my head coach busts into the room and says, Jimmy, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm talking to Coach Kersey about a scholarship to Miami. He goes, we got to talk. So we talked, and he said, Jimmy, I'm, I'm going up to Florida State. I want to take you and Waldo with me when I go. And I, I said, Coach, Florida State hasn't recruited me at all. Florida had. Miami <laughs> was, but nothing from Florida State. He says, don't worry about that. Uh, I'll take care of it. So I ended up going to Florida State. I was actually number 11 in high school for Steve Spurrier. So uh, I switched gears to go to Florida State. And it's really, I had some up and down of my career, but I wouldn't have changed a thing. It was it was fantastic. And to, co- to have the blessing to coach for our play for Coach Bowden was incredible. You were telling me earlier when we were talking about a hit you took, and you were and you guys were running the verve, right? Veer. So the Veer, Veer yeah. So the Veer offense was basically when you didn't have the talent of an Alabama, you didn't have the talent of you know the big boys. Coach Bowden was trying to let you guys be effective against some of these bigger programs. So 
<laughs> Explain to me a little bit of that so, conversation we had earlier. So we had a guy that came in as a freshman, Willie Jones. I was a junior that year and really not going to play quarterback. They, I didn't sit well with the offensive coordinator that year, but whatever. So I, we were running a scout team, and the scout team has a group of plays to run against certain defenses. Well, the cards got out of order, and we we busted two 30-yard runs, and the, uh, so he yells at us, hey, run the play again, and, and Willie take the quarterback's head off. Well, the quarterback is me, so I <laughs> run down the field, uh, pitch it, and he, I mean, this guy played for the Oakland Raiders. He was <laughs> tremendous. And as we're on the ground, he kind of whispers to me, Jimmy, oh, sorry. I, ha- I said, no, nah, well, don't worry about it. And I saw him a couple weeks ago and spent some time with Leon Bright and a, a bunch of other Florida State players. And he remembered it exactly like I, my wife claims I, I can't remember anything <laughs> from 1970s. So, but that was just something I was so surprised that he remembered it. That, that meant 50 years ago, you know, pretty crazy. <laughs> now, did you? end up playing as a junior uh uh, no i played as a sophomore actually as a freshman i ran the plays into the quarterback back then they'd call me the play i'd run out and tell them great job that was the next year uh dan henning was the offensive coordinator and he's was a really great coach and i i started a couple games and it's funny i one of the games i i played was auburn at auburn and i looked up on youtube fsu v aub 1974 and sure enough the game comes on and i'm like oh my gosh yes <laughs> i'm watching it and the first half ends and i say to myself if i was the head coach i'd yank me out of that game <laughs> i threw about three picks that got dropped thank god by the other team and we lost the game but uh, so i played a couple years the sophomore season uh junior season came in we got a new offensive coordinator uh coach jerry grauwinkle and i, I was, you just didn't see eye to eye and at, at that time going back to the recruiting of the players at one point i was 13th string quarterback i mean <laughs> that's way down at the bottom there yeah it's a long way to go mm-hmm. so uh and i was very close to quitting but and they were they were really trying to run me off by scouting that and i said nah i think i'll i'll stay and luckily coach bowden came in to the rescue and out of somehow he liked me better than the other ones and i played the whole season did he help you play better oh yes my gosh what was so amazing about coach bowden is he could watch a play and he would see what every the left guard did the right tackle did the tight end did how he sees that vision of everybody i mean he knows what the play's supposed to look like but he could see it he could all at the see same time. At once. I, I've never seen a coach that could do that. And we had a bunch of, I had some great coaches, you know, going back to Merritt Island, which changing the sure. subject a little bit. We had six out of our coaches are high school Hall of Fame coaches. I mean, it was amazing how, what we had there. So we definitely. That's kind of why Merritt Island was so good. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, you guys were kind of stuck. We, back we, in were, the day. we were coached by. Hall of Fame coaches, you know, that's probably, I would say that's the best coaching staff in the history of the state of Florida, if you, you know, want to look it up, the number of rings that Coach Ogden and Coach Mace and Coach Feely and Coach Dwight Thomas. And Jimmy, you were part of some history with that Merritt Island as well, correct? We were undefeated state champions. Uh, The year previous to our senior year, Fort Pierce Central was the state champions, but when we played down at their place, we kicked a field goal with no time remaining. It hit the upright, 
and fell on our side. We thought it was good, but it, oh. and we lost the game by two points. That would have won the game for yep. us against Fort Pierce. They went on to win the state championship, and then we went on to, we only had one loss to them by two points or, you know. So, you know, the next year, we had our mindset on how, you know, the coaches put that in our heads. Hey, guys, you know, we could win, be state champions. Uh, look what you just did. And so, again, due to uh, our coaching staff and what they taught us to do, you know, we had some great players, Waldo Williams, Leon Bright, those are two NFL guys, you know. Dave Brady played at Tennessee. But we had some guys that were just players that did what the coach told them to do. Mm -hmm. And I attribute a a bunch of it to that. Of course, Leon Bright is pretty amazing, too. (laughs) All right, so let's go back to Bowden real quick. So Bowden could see the whole line. He could see all the movements. He could see everything. And then he would just do minor tweaks and say, hey, when we do that play again, the right guard, I want you doing this. Uh, Left guard, I want you doing this. Um, click, close. click, click, click when you're watching the film. You know, we uh-huh. watch the film. Click, 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 click. He'd run it back again and, and point it out. Hey, look, if you do this, this will happen. That's what you're supposed to do. And and he kind of would show the guys, and the guys would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it now, right. Coach. Yeah, it's, it's easy to see when you're if, watching it on the, the – the film doesn't lie. Let's put it that way. You know? <laughs> right. And then positive and negative. you take a play that was two yards, and that would have been a 90-yard run. Exactly. Did he do anything back in the 70s, like punt Ruski and all that stuff, where he became famous You know, in that big Clemson game? Did he have like little trick plays back then, too? Yes, he did, but we were behind most of the time. <laughs> no, we were five and six, so – and had we won game against Clemson, we should have won, should have, would have, could have. But, you know, we were that close, you know. But Coach Bowden has told me years later, you know, I, I didn't think we were going to win a game the whole season, you know. Cause, <laughs> but he was such a good recruiter, too. And he started getting ball players in. And that, that ball player would say, hey, I got a friend who's really good at another school. Or he'd like... And it, it started the ball run, just like it is right now. It's happening. You yep. know, he's got some players and other teams now with the portal too. They, you know, yep. hey, the portal's been good for Ford State in my opinion, but I don't like. Oh yeah, I don't we've like the rebuilt. whole thing. But yeah, yeah whole, that all the good is, guys almost are portal guys. Yeah, so, and we've rebuilt using it. And so now other players from other teams say, hey, Florida State. You know, they were ten and three. That's yep. pretty good. You know, compared to what it has been. You know. All right. Now we were talking last year. And we were talking through the, the season, and you gave our quarterback a little phone call, and you said, or at least well, you gave— I gave Riles Lee, yeah, who, who's been with the and program. Said, you need to get this yeah. to yeah. our quarterback yeah. and say, he's going to get his head taken yeah. off. You need He needs to slide. I, I talked to Riles Lee, who was a, uh, on the team back way back when, and now he's still tied with the team. And he keeps us updated on what's happening. And I called him up and said, Riles, can you talk to Travis? And he says— uh, sure, I see him every day. I said, "Hey, do me a favor. You know what I went through there. You know, you got to tell him to slide because you know these get. I, I had a couple concussions at Florida State. He's got to step out of bounds. We can't. We can't lose that guy. He's a good quarterback. We need him. He's. You know, he's really a big spark to that football team. And his competitiveness tells him not to slide. But we need you more than that. So, and he told him that because the next game I saw him slide a couple of times. So, yeah, I nope. saw three big touchdowns <laughs> get pulled back because of him yeah. sliding the, on the goal line. Yeah. But he also 
missed the hit. And he didn't get that hit where it was going right for his head. Oh, and, yeah. and he's not a big guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he's maybe 200 pounds wet, no. maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they report him like 195-ish kind of rain. And that's probably with his pads on, you know, so. The point being, we need you more than that yes. yard. So. <laughs> yeah. We do. We need you the whole yeah. season. Yeah. Exactly. This not weekend here. games, three games. On the Art of Money, we're taking a little pivot, talking to former FSU quarterback Jimmy Black. Honored to have him a part of the show this weekend. And, Jimmy, you just said a couple of words that piqued my interest. You said, war daddy and badasses. <laughs> Tell me about that. I was going to say bad A's, but I guess that's <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> 1973, August. We're on the football field. Uh, and a guy comes up to me, and he sticks his hand out, and he says, hey, my name's Con Nicholas. I said, my name's Jimmy Black. And he played on the uh, Cardinal Mooney 1A state championship team, and we were, Merritt Island was the 4A state champion team. And we became friends, and the Sarasota boys and the Merritt Island boys got friends for life, and all our children now are 30 in their 30s, and it's such a, such a great thing that we have together and that's the group that's the war daddies and the bad A's. And and one thing I missed I, I, I want to tell you about Coach Bowden. When my year in January when Bowden came, my dad passed away. And so I was at home for the funeral. Well Coach Bowden is talking to the team, he says, Where's Jimmy Black? And Greg Simmons, who was also on that team and has passed at this point, but Greg Simmons said he's at home. He had to go to his father's funeral. So the coaching staff, I had to go get an obituary on a card and bring it back to him and prove to them that I missed the meeting. It wasn't Coach Bowden. It was the other staff. And golly, that just didn't sit well with me at all. But um, so Con and Greg Simmons and this group of friends that grew up together, our children are all grew up together. They're, we're all their uncles, and it's the, it's the most beautiful relationship. They invite us to do things with them. Uh, like a Con's, family trip, oh, sort of. Luke, yeah. like his son always just gives me good words. He's a financial guy over in Sarasota. And we've just been blessed with the families. And Dr. Simmons, uh, who was so dear to us, passed away a couple of years ago from a, a, a strange disease. And they just sank everybody's heart. But he's he's still laughed at now with all the, oh, he was a funny guy. And he was on the state championship team and was a big part of FSU football. Row one, we call it. So you could go in the, in the student section years ago. And we claimed the first two seats, though we were out old and out of school. You, you know, the students would get mad. You would still claim we it. We had them for row one. And, and then the kids that all went to school there, all our kids went to school there. They were uh, row one seating. So, but now they've changed it, and it's not the row one's not quite the same as it used to be. But uh, great view when it's at your end of the field, that's for sure. So, yeah, you're on TV. Be, the Garnet and Gold Boys are there. Yeah, all that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We are talking with Jimmy Black former quarterback for FSU, and now you do some coaching, or you did some coaching on your own. My son played at Cocoa Beach, so I uh, volunteered and coached there for a couple, but for some reason I was the wide receivers coach, but <laughs> that's okay. Whatever quarterback, coach, and wide receiver. Whatever you need. Then I coached at Merritt Island, my former school, for a couple of years. At this point in my life, I've, I've just blessed, again, to have two grandbabies, and they take up most of my time. So I really, you know, if you coach, you have to commit 100% because the players have to commit. And I didn't, I don't want to go halfway into it. So I'm taking a couple of years off till I get a little bigger. And uh, 
then then we'll see what happens. But uh, I enjoy coaching. I had a good time in the few years that I that I did that I did. But you know what's really amazing about that too. All right, Coach Bowden, he could remember things. And I see a kid from four years ago. Hey, Coach Black, how you doing? I got. Oh, I can't really remember your name. Sorry, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? but Coach Bowden could remember a guy me from fifty years ago or thirty years ago, and where you were from, and, where, and plays uh, you did, yeah. and but his, so we had a reunion. Maybe fifteen years into Bowden's stay there, and he comes up to me. No, I'd always stick my hand up and say, "Hey, Jimmy Black." He goes, "Jimmy Black, you're you're my favorite quarterback at FSU." I said, "Coach, Charlie Ward's not your." favorite quarterback at FSU. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, you got a point there, Jim. <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> so, Jimmy, a couple of minutes ago in that first segment, you were talking about the transfer portal and you think it's actually been a good thing for FSU. What about NIL in college I'm, football? I'm so against it. A player gets a full scholarship. What's a full scholarship go for these days? A couple Room, hundred grand. A couple hundred grand. So aren't you being paid a couple hundred grand already to do what you're doing? Why Why do you want to have a million? Why do you want the second team quarterback to make a million and the starting guy make 500 grand? I, I don't know. It's just money, money, money. And it's, uh, I guess this is the art of money we're talking about. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I, and I, I don't like a kid like a kid from Georgia. I think he played seven years. How do you play seven years? You get four, I from my thought, you know, but he's bounced around so much and then led him to the national championship. I have no control over it, so I'm not, I, I'm not really for it, though. Certainly the money not. You know, you, you, you sign a four-year contract or a year contract. Here, we pay for this, you pay for that, and uh, deal's over. You don't need to be paying more than a couple hundred thousand dollars to the kid, in mm-hmm. my opinion. What's your thoughts on, on today's game overall? It's gotten a little softer. Let's put it that way. In my day, like I say, we were talking about Willie Jones defense, and you were taught to put your head in the guy quarterback's chest and then move your helmet up to hit him in the chin and knock him out of the game. I mean, it's softened up with for a quarterback, you know. You and and it's a good thing in a lot of ways because a lot of people. I looked at this helmet he's got. It's not like the helmets we had that were. Yeah, they would ring when you hit it when you hit them. You, know? <laughs> uh, you could get your bell rung. That's what they called it. Uh, real easy. Now they're made so to stop concussions. And I, and I understand the safety part of it, but you know, part of football is it's a tough sport and. They've removed a lot of things from it, hitting-wise, that, you know, I used to enjoy. Jack Tatum was one of my favorite players, and, he, you know, they called him assassin, which was, <laughs> which was a bad thing when it happened. But that's, hey, he told them not to cut across the middle, you know. <laughs> so don't come across the middle anymore. One of the things we've talked about a little bit that you kind of struggle with a little bit today in retirement is a little bit of those memory issues, things like that, from some of those big hits. So do you think that's why the game's changed a little bit, just because of some of the concussions you've had and they yes. put a little bit of smelling salt in front of you yeah. and let you go right back oh, in. Yeah. And, you know, as long as you knew what day it was well, and your name and your date of birth kind of thing. How I can remember this, it was in the Florida game uh, my senior year, which we played them a real good game. We did not beat them, but we came. We were within six points of scoring. And I got pulled out of the game, and I'm sitting on the bench. How I can remember this again, I don't know. But the trainer gives me a smelling salt, and he gives me another one. On the third one, I kind of go, whoa, yeah. And he goes, Jimmy, what day is it today? I said, I think it's Wednesday. And uh, I, did, I didn't get to go back in the game. I sat the rest of it. But, you know, back then it wasn't like they, it is now where you're on a protocol and you can't play for, I mean, it, it's safety-wise you have to. But, again, back then it was, it was a different game. 
Talking to a former FSU quarterback, Jimmy Black, here on the Art of Money this weekend. 321-425-8550. You've been working with Art, Jimmy. What what brought you to the connection with you and Art McPherson? We had um, some people recommend him to us, and we've been going here, what, I don't know, three or four years. And one thing that's great about it is whenever we walk out the door, we feel better about things. You know, no matter when we come in and he, he goes through everything, when we leave, 100% of the time, we're like, wow, that was that was good, you know, good to hear. <laughs> nice to see him. He's such a nice person, you know, and he, he does things for his clients that he doesn't have to do, with Christmas parties and multiple things during the year. And then, you know, he's an FSU football fan, and that, that helped me with you know, our first meeting. And my wife didn't come to, and she said, oh, my gosh, you probably talk football the whole time. I said, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yep. You have one call about your portfolio, and he's like, well, hold on, did you see the game this weekend? Let's talk about that for a little <laughs> Yes, I think, I think that, that's come up before. Yeah, we, I mean, usually literally Especially, the 15, 20 minutes of our conversation, we're literally talking football. And he kind of came in during the Willie Taggart years, and we both were just what in the world? fit <laughs> to be tied. And then if it wasn't for portal right now we would still be in trouble yeah. i mean this team was so bare and the talent was so gone and, and you heard the story about coach giving travis a powerpoint pitch about the team next year and travis goes hey you know i'm coming back next year don't you and he goes <laughs> No, I didn't really. (laughs) Great. And now Curse is coming back. And again, that little ball is starting to roll. The snowball is starting to get bigger. And then, you know, we were 10 and 3. We we could easily have won the games we lost. We didn't get pounded by anybody. And we beat LSU, which is a good victory. So it'll be an interesting season. I hope uh, the coach can do a good job. I like him and uh, seems to have him on the right path for sure. He does. Norvell seems to be doing a good job and the talent is getting better. The depth is getting better. You know, as you go through the grind of a football season, those injuries are going to be there. So you got to have the the, the second team, third team. And we're still building that depth. We're not at a a Georgia or an Alabama level yet because we haven't had the time. But I think we're good enough now. Um, It'll be interesting to see Clemson this year. If you look at Vegas, they're giving us odds to uh, even with Clemson on winning the ACC. Fantastic. And then they're giving us the dark horse on uh, going to the national championship. Oh, We're, we are definitely, we haven't heard things like that no, in a long time, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good to have those conversations again. Hey, yeah. And Jimmy, did I just hear that Art make the proclamation that FSU is going to make it to the Natty this year? Is that what Art just said? Yes. I actually did not say that. <laughs> no. I said we are a dark horse dark to horse. make it to the playoffs. <laughs> Um, they have us, I think, ranked number 10 or early preseason, so we'll see what happens. We'll know a lot when we play LSU, mm-hmm. and then we're going to know a lot when we play Clemson. Because though, if we win those two games, we could easily run the table. FSU will probably stub their toe. Typically, we do on against a team we shouldn't lose against. But if we're 11-1 and at the end of this year playing for the ACC championship. There's a change this year that applies. The two best teams in the conference last year, if we had lost to Clemson or Clemson lost to us, it put us out of the running for being able to go to the championship. That's not the case this year. So even if we were to lose to Clemson or Clemson lose to us, we'll probably see them again in the championship game. So um, there's a lot in our schedules, pretty good for us this year and all that. So there's a really good opportunity for FSU to do really well this year. I think what Coach has done as Bowden did, 
you have to believe you can win it first, you know. And I think I think we believe. Wow, we can play with any anybody. So I, I think they have that on their side this year. Before we get out of here, Jimmy, and we appreciate you spending some time with us here on the Art of Money this weekend. What advice, if you have a member of the twenty twenty three FSU football team, come to you and say, point me in the right direction? What kind of advice would you give today's player? Don't, don't party like we did in 1973. <laughs> no. You know, do what the coaches tell you to do. That's what. You, that's how you learn. And, and work hard every day, obviously. It's it's hard for everybody, but listen to your coaches. That's what they're there for. And if you have a question, ask it. Don't be afraid to, you know. it's Know what you're doing out there and play as a team. Well, it's an honor to have you on the show this weekend, and congratulations for being a member of the Space Coast Sports Hall of Fame. That's a pretty cool honor. Thank you very much. I'd, Leon and Waldo and a bunch of coaches and our team had a lot to do with that. So we were just we were lucky. I mean, they went through time. You know, a lot of the guys on our team, we've known each other since elementary school and all the way through, and uh, we knew how to win. I mean, we, we won in Little League. We won in basketball. And uh, once we got to the high school, uh, they, Coach Vila, he and Coach Odom and Coach Hodge and Coach Mace, had they helped us be winners. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 